So like every other regular parent, you know, my parents were after me that, you know, you're approaching your 10th standard, you've got to pick up a stream, you'll only be able to pick one if you know what you want to do. So start thinking about it and, you know, they were pushing me regularly. So that's when I started thinking hard and pondering over this thought. And one day it struck me that, you know, this is something that interests me and I would really like to be a pilot. Uh, because I was also very exposed to the aviation industry. I was well versed with this profession because my dad has a lot of friends who are pilots. So uh, I thought about it one day that, you know, this is something I would also like to do. Mm-hmm. And that's how I decided it was as random as that. That's amazing. So tell me, what are the challenges of this profession? Uh, well, there are plenty. But to name a few, I think, uh, you know, uh, it's might, it might sound very small, but it's very challenging to, you know, not have a routine, not have a schedule. We're waking up at odd hours. There is absolutely no work timing. So there are days when I'm flying all night and then there are days when I'm flying in the day. There are days when I'm waking up at three and going for a flight. So there is absolutely no routine, no schedule. We don't have a fixed weekly off. So uh, that is very, you know, it's very challenging and, you know, we're missing out on so many events, gatherings, occasions, family get togethers. There are so many times when I'm not there because I'm traveling, I'm traveling as much as two to three times a week. So it it, it makes it very difficult sometimes, you know, to not be around. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coming to my third question, what are the different planes that you've uh, experienced and uh, what has been your most memorable experience? So I've done my flying from an institute called the Ra- uh, Indra Gandhi Rashtriya Land Academy, which is located in Raiburi. Mm-hmm. I started my flying over there uh, way back in uh, 2009, and I started flying the Zlin. Mm-hmm. Then I moved on to fly and train on the DA40s, which are also called the Diamonds. And then I finished the last bit of my training on an aircraft called the Thing Air. After that, I moved back to Delhi and I started uh, working with a charter airline. It's not exactly an airline, it's a small charter company and I was flying the King Air again over there. I served for about four years and after that I moved to an airline which is SpiceJet and I've been working there for five years and I'm flying the Dash 8 Bombardier aircraft in SpiceJet now. And I think one of my most memorable flights has been uh, when I flew the Dalai Lama in my charter company. I think he's got his own aura and vibe and it was just an absolute blessing to have met with him personally. I think you're very, very, very lucky, I must say. Yeah. Coming to my next question, um, what would you like to say to all the aspiring pilots? Uh, well, you know, nowadays when I see the younger, you know, when I see and converse with the younger generation of people and the to-be pilots, I, uh, I see that, you know, uh, they think of this as a very quick and easy career so mostly what we do is that after 12th grade we go for our uh, flying immediately and it's a short course it's a one one and a half year course and then we immediately get inducted or maybe in a few months get inducted and we start working so i think the one advice i would like to give them is that uh, this is a very unpredictable profession every year we have an annual medical checkup which we have to clear 
and if we don't we are not allowed to fly mm-hmm. so it's not a regular profession like oh you fractured your foot but you could still continue going to mm-hmm. office or you have kidney stones you're taking your medication and you're on your treatment but you can still continue going to your office it's not like that mm-hmm. the smallest of the ailments sickness disease that you have you cannot fly you're grounded and you're not allowed to fly so uh, i think that this makes it a very unpredictable profession you don't know for how long it's going to last because we always wish for the best but we should you know be prepared for the worst mm-hmm. so it would be very useful if you have some educational backup and qualification in your hand so you know probably attend regular college you know mm-hmm. after 12 correspondence degrees have very little value in today's time mm-hmm. go to a regular college get your degree have some backup so that tomorrow if something was to go wrong you have something to fall back upon you're not clueless that you know if i'm not a pilot and if i can't fly what else do i do so it would be it, it will make you feel very secure in the future that okay i have something that i can rely on Right. So I think this is something I would like to tell them. A lot of people at my time, we directly went for flying, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, we realized that this is something we should have done. We should have attended some college or something like that. Absolutely, absolutely, very, very important. So coming to my next question, what are the misconceptions of being a pilot, and how would you like to respond to that? Oh, this is a very interesting question because uh, I keep seeing that you know somehow I feel that people find this profession very glorifying. Like they just fancy it and they think there's so much glamour attached to it. You know, it's uh, relatively less amount of studies and a lot of money at a very early stage. You know, very young people are earning a lot of money, so they find it so glamorous. They find it so fancy. It's you know five star hotels and good cars and money and the high five lifestyle. But I think every coin has two sides to it, and the younger generation is attracted to seeing only this one side. Mm. Look, there is a flip side, and that flip side makes us a very demanding and a very challenging profession as well. Mm. You know, after all, we're responsible for lives, and absolutely. there's nothing bigger than that. That's that's absolutely so true. Yeah, so they have this one misconception that you know it's just glamorous, and I'm going to get a lot of good money, and I'll have the you know fantastic lifestyle. But there is a flip side which I would like them to also look at. You know, it's it's got its own challenges. Right, right, absolutely. So don't take anything lightly. That's yeah. your, that's the main tip. Okay, coming to my last question, and this has been my thing to ask you: How have you balanced between your personal and professional life? You've been married for four years now. Well, it's not been easy, definitely. But uh, I feel it's a lot to do with having a supportive and understanding mm-hmm. partner. This is entirely my personal take but I feel especially for women pilots it's always a safer bet to have a partner who's also a pilot. I mean this is what I feel. Mm-hmm. My husband is also a pilot and I think that is why he is able to understand the challenges, the demands of my profession. You know, there is no routine, there is no schedule. And I mean if he was in a regular 9 to 5 job or if he was a businessman, I don't think he would have been able to offer that kind of understanding. So I think being in the same profession has really worked for us and that's really helped us sail through. Right. So two tips, one have an understanding husband and two yeah. you could have somebody who could be in the same profession too. Yeah. So that was quite an inspiring and insight into aviation and its challenges. So thank you Mehak, thank you so much for this great talk.